Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Get it checked, boy. You want the sideline? You ain't made the headlines. Now it's time to reject, boy. You bitting on me? What's the topic of discussion? What we talking about? Take your best shot. I'ma take the last shot. I'm Jordan in the clutch, boy. You bitting on me? It's time to get it checked, boy. You want the sideline? You ain't made the headlines. Now it's time to reject, boy. You bitting on me? What's the topic of discussion? What we talking about? All righty, guys, it is now time for another episode of the Auto Bid. I am Aaron Robinson, joined, as always, by my twin brother, Andrew Robinson. And we're joined by two Quinnipiac, now sophomores, uh, Lewis Courtright and Tom Chinnery. So thanks for joining us today, fellas. Thanks, thanks for having me. No problem at all, man. Uh, before we get into it, guys, we want to make sure you guys uh, to remind you guys, make sure you guys are liking this podcast, subscribing to this podcast, wherever you guys are listening to it at, man. Give us a like on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, man. Make sure you guys are sharing the, the good gospel of the auto bid, man. Tell a friend and tell a friend. And also, make sure you guys are streaming my guy, Pull Up Tay's music. That was him on the intro. It's going to be him and get on the outro. Uh, his new project, Life Ain't Fair, is out now. It is music video. I need it. It's also out, so make sure you guys are streaming my guy, music, man, and Keeping tabs on everything that my guy got dropping, man. But like I said, man, college basketball season is right around the corner. So, you know, we, 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 we got two two uh, young young bulls from the MAC, man. Definitely excited to have you guys on today, man. So I want to dive into it. Obviously, you know, uh, some big news dropped yesterday with the with the MAC power rankings and the uh, the, the all the all uh, all conference teams and whatnot, man. And they snubbed QU, man. You know what I'm saying? They 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 they, they, they didn't give a our Bobcats a lot of love, man. So, Ty Moore, I'm going to start with you, man. I mean, what were your thoughts initially um, on the power rankings that came out, man? They had Quinnipiac pick ninth. Obviously, you guys are returning a good amount. Both of you guys obviously were on the all-rookie team last year. Also going to get Kevin Marfo and Jake Bergoni. Both of those guys were on the second team, uh, all Mac preseason poll. I mean, you know, what were your thoughts on, on the on the poll that came out yesterday and, you know, how low they had you guys? I mean, let's sort of first was kind of like motivation. Um, we kind of like – as a team, we know where we at and we know what we can do. And I feel like that was just like fuel to the fire just to, you know, kind of like humble everybody and just like you see how your peers and how the opposing coaches feel about your team. So, I mean, it's just going to it's just going to help us in the long run. I think it's going to be something we're going to look at at the end of the season be like so we can say like we proved them wrong and just like more fuel to the fire. We're just taking it as motivation. Now, I remember, like I said, I, I had to go on the record because I seen those, uh, the poll, man. I had to tweet out last night, man. I I, I bet a million dollars that there's no way Quinnipiac finished at night. You know, I put that on the record right now. Um, <laughs> so for me, man, when I when I saw that, man, I think it was interesting, man. Obviously, I think um, just knowing the Mac at the conference, you know, playing in, in that league for four years, it's usually very – very close, honestly, from like two, three to eight, nine. So, I mean, Louis, for you going into your second year, obviously playing in the MAC, um, what was your reaction to 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 the the preseason poll? Um, do you kind of, you know, is that going to give you kind of a chip on your shoulder heading into to, to year two? Uh, coming in last year, 
it was already a chip on my shoulder. I really wasn't even supposed to play. I was supposed to red shirt. And with the circumstances of the COVID year, so they, they made me play. But just seeing them numbers and seeing what we did last year as a team and then the new additions we got this year was pretty disrespectful to me. I feel like there's no way we're going to finish probably below five. Like, we're a top five team in the MAC right now, and I could put my life on it. I love the confidence, man. I love the confidence, man. I mean, both you guys also were, you know, like you mentioned earlier, uh, on the all-rookie team last year, you guys were two of the best freshmen in the league last season. And you guys were both left off for the, uh, of the all-conference team as well. You know, first team, second team, more third team. Uh, I, I was surprised that neither of you guys, you know, got, got in love with, with uh, either of those teams. Obviously, um, Nelly Jr. Joseph, who was the rookie of the year last year, ended up on the first team. And nobody else, um, obviously, uh, from, from that rookie already team was able to make any of the teams, man. So I'll start with you, Louie. I mean, what, what were your reactions to kind of being snubbed? I mean, I felt like last year you proved that you were one of the better young guards in the conference, man. I mean, what was your re- reaction to kind of not having your name called on any of those preseason lists? Uh, after hearing Coach say, like, just Jake uh, Kevin's name, I, I honestly expected them two to be, you know, where they are right now. For me, it's just all about, you know, just playing hard and making sure that I, I show everybody what they doubted me for. Like, I always been doubted last year. Nobody knew what I was capable of, didn't play a lot in the beginning of the season, and I showed them what it was throughout the season. So I'm just let them see what it is again. Now, for you, Tommy, I mean, you were you were the, the leading scorer for a little bit there uh, last season, you know, for, for a lot of the year for for Quinn Jack. For you, man, what are you looking to kind of – to, to add to your game this year, going into year two, um, what are you looking forward to kind of stepping into this new role? And, you know, everybody kind of knows who you are now, you know, um, obviously in this MAC conference, but, you know, kind of just describe, you know, what you're looking forward to for this season coming into year two. Um, year two, uh, I always put the team before me first. So I just want to win, really. And I know defending is definitely one of the things that's going to, uh, take us to that point. I think I showed uh, I can defend at a high level last year. And um, as far as, like, scoring and stuff, I think playing off my shot, um, I think last year I was a little one-dimensional with, like, just shooting and, like, even contested shots. I feel like now I'm adding a whole, another, another layer to, like, getting in the paint, uh, finishing, being more aggressive and attacking, and also playing off my shot because I still can shoot it. And then building off my shot, too, I – I think I was shooting, I was shooting like close to 40 before like the last 40% for the last like four or five games. And then that like went down. I went on like a shooting stump. So just kind of like repping that every day and uh, just building off everything. I think that's just, uh, yeah. Now, now time move, man. I got to ask you this, man, because we, 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 had, we had Baker and Jake on, on here last year on the podcast, man, and we spoke a little bit about this, man. But me and you worked out with our guy, Jamal. Oh, my God. <laughs> we worked out with Maul last year in Baltimore, man, and we were doing Maul shooting drills. Man, you know how Maul be trying to get everybody all gassed and whatnot, mm-hmm. man. Let's just say you ain't shoot the ball the best that day, man. That, that, that wasn't your best day shooting the basketball, man. No, I myself, man. This dude gonna be playing the five at Quinnipiac. They do have my man setting ball screen and rolling. But I watched the games. My man shooting step back threes. Dude, I mean, how'd you go from that? <laughs> time to what we saw in in the season, man. I mean, I think you know what Big what Coach Donaghy said was he came on camps. He put in a lot of work. 
to change your style. I also um, talked a little bit to uh, Coach Goings, uh, who's now at Boston College, and I, and I know he, he talked a little bit about um, – actually, I'm, he wasn't there. He, he talked about somebody else. But nevertheless, Coach Goings, you said that you, you put a lot of work to kind of ch- change your jump shot um, when you forgot the cannon, man. So, I mean, talk, talk to me a little bit about that, what you went through, you know, to, to kind of hit the jump shot um, to, to where it is today, man. You know, how, how you kind of made that improvement in such a short period of time. I feel like, all right, uh, that day was like, that was a bad day. I'm not going to lie. That was a bad day. It was, uh, first of all, my first time working with Ma and like, you know, he he didn't have a gym for a long time. So I was like working out with other people. So like, it was really inconsistent. Like in the DMV, they shut everything down. It was, it was, finding gyms was scarce. For real. So I'll say that. That was a, that was a little bad day, but. Uh, but really speaking, uh, like when I came into college, I wasn't really shooting the ball very well. So I feel like I take everything as a challenge. And I've always been like a hard worker. And I just always try to find ways to improve. So I was just with coaches every day. Like every day he'll like uh, – shout out to Coach Dunley. Every day he'll work out, work with me individually and show me, and give me tips. And I would like just take that and do it on my own. And, like, that kind of just built my confidence. Because I, I always – I've never been, like, a terrible shooter, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always could, like, shoot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, like, I feel like now, like, my, with my just sharpen up a little bit of mechanics, I think it, like, that helped a lot with everything. So, I think, yeah, like, just hard working hard and stuff like that. But that's always kind of been, like, my MO, always accept things as challenges. So, yeah, that was about it. But that's funny. <laughs> I remember that day. <laughs> I was like, dude, they, they going to think I'm trying to do this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's jokes. Nah, hey, we got to tell Maul he got he to relax, man, because Maul be, Maul be wilding with the conditioning and shooting drills and ball handling. You know, I'm going to let Maul know about that, man. But I asked Maul. In the summertime, every, I was shooting. I was I was shooting. He couldn't say none of that. He didn't say – he wasn't saying nothing. <laughs> it's great uh, bumps. That's great what I got Maul, though, man. Facts. Nah, shout out, shout out to my man Ma, ninety four fifty hoops, man. Um, but Louie, man, I want to talk to you because um, you were a guy that committed to, to Quinnipiac late, and um, a guy that you mentioned. I mean, you just mentioned how you kind of flew under the radar. You know, obviously from high school coming into college, and then obviously last year starting off the season not playing a lot, but then by the time conference play rolled around, you know, you were one of the guys that you know they they really went to offensively. Um, just talk about kind of the progression of your game, kind of from high school. Um, and then now, obviously, going in, in, into year two, there's no more secrets, no more surprises. Um, I know everybody around, around the Mac kind of know, knows who you are now, but just talk about, you know, that whole journey, uh, what that process was like, and then kind of, um, you know, what it means to be, you know, wh- where you are now. Uh, before I even committed to Quinnipiac, it was – that's when COVID came around. That's when, like, colleges was, like, backing up. Nobody was really in contact just because they didn't know what was going on with the COVID situation and stuff. So I had to look for, like, the coaches that was with me at that point. Like, and Coach Down was one of the coaches that, like, still with me, was talking to me every day and was heavy on recruiting me. He had a plan for me before even committing here. So I found that really, like, helpful for me and my process, which made me really commit here. And I liked everything that was going on with the coaching staff. And just knowing that he had my back fully and he barely knew me. So that's what made me come in here. But, like, as in getting onto campus and stuff and just starting, like, the journey, just being a Division One basketball player, it was hard. Like, the workouts was hard. Everything was hard, especially not being able to, like, be with your team fully every day. Like, the progress was terrible because it was, like, one group got to go in, then your next group got to go in. 
But then after when we started getting like together, playing five on five scrimmages and stuff, I always had just like a clear mind. I never like, I always had that mindset where I didn't care what was gonna happen. Like if I'm gonna shoot a bad shot, I'm taking it on the chin. Like this is what I wanna do. So I always had a good mindset going in. But after not playing like the first couple games of the season and stuff, it kind of like messed me up a little mentally. I was getting hurt. But then like just throughout the, I just kept playing hard kept talking to Coach Don, seeing what he needed from me and what, what I had to do for the team. And, like, he always kept me, like, kept my mind in the right place. So after that, like, after noticing what he was trying to do, it made me just play better. I started working out way more. Like, he he, he just always had a great, great game plan for me that helped me to progress in my, my game. Now, now, you mentioned, you know, the mentality that you had kind of you know, not caring about the shot selection. And that was one thing I noticed about both of you guys last year. You guys were two of the most confident freshmen that I've seen in a while, just in terms of <laughs> some of the shots y'all would take. And just the way that y'all played, but I mean, obviously it, it paid off. Both of you guys had, had great seasons last year, but I mean, most most freshmen don't come into college with that mentality, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I'll start with you, Tamu. I mean, what what kind of what kind of gave you that confidence um, coming, into, coming into college and, you know, that, that allowed you to have the confidence that you did um, in your first season? I would say just the work, like um, getting up in the mornings, like just working out, like that just builds confidence in itself. And when you're doing it in practice and, you know what I'm saying, your coach is behind you and you know, like, all right, I could probably like do this and not get taken out or like, you know, if I can do this or like I can make it up. Like even if I did mess up, like I try to make it up on like a defensive end or like playing hard. I feel like that was one thing they can never take away. So I feel like first just hard work and then just kind of like playing hard on both ends, you know what I'm saying? So that kind of like can build your confidence and make you, you know, do certain things that some people probably wouldn't do. You anything that you wanted to add, Lou? I mean, I remember last game, last year, I mean, there, there were some games where, you know, you, you you would go out there and go ten for twelve. Next game you might go two for twelve, but the thing is going up regardless, man. So I mean, where did that mentality come from, kind of uh, in, in in your game? Um, just just growing up from high school, like going into my college years, like high school, I was always that player that was nonchalant, that was scared to do things, like freshman sophomore year but once my junior and senior year came I known that I had a big role on me I remember coach Dunn he had us in a zoom call Jalen Brunson from Dallas Mavericks and he, I remember one thing he said he was just like every time you make it to a new level you end up in step one again and I tried to tell myself I don't want to end up in step one again I want to be a reliable person for my team for the coach so I always just had that mindset I'm not going to go back down to step one I'm going to stay where I'm at and try to do it at a high level every time now I want to ask you guys. Obviously, you know, um, with with the way you guys both played last year, I think you guys obviously you know took took the Mac by storm, but took the team by storm as well. I want to ask you guys. I mean, what is it like to kind of have somebody who came in the same year as you, kind of was able to have that success early on? Um, and how are you guys kind of able to kind of be there for each other? Do you guys bounce things off each other? Um, and what is what, what are you two? Um, you know, what are y'all relationship like? You know. Um, being those two guys who, you know, were able to come in as freshmen to kind of um, get it done. So I'll, I'll start with you, Louie, and then we'll go to Tamu. Uh, at first, Tamu started starting off early. So, like, he was starting. You know, obviously, I came – it was three freshmen. I came in me, him, and Bull. 
And, like, him starting off early, starting for the team, it actually made me pretty excited. It showed me that, like, all right, we, we got a good three three people coming in, freshmen, like, we're going to do something big. So him starting off, like, I, I always, like, had his back from the jump. And me not playing a lot in the beginning of the season, like, he always had my back. He always talked to me after games, you know, even in the rooms. He'll let me know, like, don't worry, just try to work hard. You know, coach is doing this for a reason. He's always testing you. So, like, our relationship is good. Like, we probably best of friends ever. Like, me and him. And now we got our new new roommate, Desi. So, like, right now it's just, like, we all, like, best friends, like, brothers that you can never ask for. So, like, the relationship with us is just tight, you know. It's always real. It's never no fake stuff going on. Like, he's always going to tell you if he don't like something you're doing or, like, if I don't like something he's doing, we all going to just take it on the chin. and like, all right, but, like, I do this for him. I got to do this for my team. How about yeah, you, yeah, I would definitely echo that. Like, um, like he said, like in the beginning, I was kind of like um, he was going through like injuries and stuff and not playing. And I tried, and I already knew like what Louis was capable of. You know what I'm saying? Like I already knew how good he was, and I just was try. I always tried to tell him like you know like just staying it. Like coach is testing you. You know what I'm saying? When you when you come in, we already know. Like I already know what you're doing. I got your full support. And I always like always try to make sure I told him that. And he did the same thing with me, even when I had some struggles late in the season. And when he was playing really well, like he gave me the same type of confidence and support. And off the court, like it's like we like uh, Ace saw us, you know what I'm saying? Like when he came up, like we always together, like we move. Like if you see me, you're gonna see Louis. I mean, now he kind of, you know, he can't really move like we can, but you know what I'm saying? But when you see Louis, you see me, everybody around campus know that. And like we like that's like my brother for life for real. So I mean, I feel like it starts with support. And once you got that connection off the court, on the court is easy. You know what I'm saying? We both doing what we love and we both play hard. So when he messing up, I can say something to him. When he mess up and I'm messing up, he has to say something to me. So it's just that mutual respect and brotherhood. Now, Louis, you mentioned uh Desi. And when I was there this weekend, I was really impressed with his game, just kind of, you know, watching, you know, his confidence, the way that he plays. But, I mean, what do you I – mean, so people that don't know about him, obviously nobody, nobody's seen him play. I mean, just kind of describe his game a little bit. And what are you looking forward to um, kind of getting on the court with him um, this season? Um, in the beginning when he first came in the summer session, we ain't like – he was more of like a, you know, offensive threat. Like, he was more of a scorer. He wasn't the true point guard yet. So, like, playing him at that time, it was like – it, it was good, though. Like, he, you know, he played his role the right way, and I played my role. Like, being on a team with him was great. But, like, seeing him, like, evolve throughout this, like, offseason and stuff, he turned into, like, a really good point guard. Like, he knows how to get his team set up. Like, he's definitely, like, a two-way player now. And, like, just seeing his growth in just that little bit of time just makes me excited to play with him, especially with me being off this long and just coming back into knowing, like, I got a good, like, I got another teammate that, you know, is good enough to hold down the responsibilities while I'm not out there or, like, while somebody else is not on the court. Now, I can remember, um, you know, back from uh, from my time playing for, for, for Coach Dunleavy back at Quinnipiac Manors, obviously, you know, a very guard-oriented system. I mean, you know, we, we play four out, one in most of the time. And, I mean, even now with, with Kev, you know, it's almost, you know, five out, you know, with Kev kind of playing on, on, on the perimeter, getting a lot of handoff actions. Um, but for those who don't, who, you know, may not watch Corner Piac or may not be familiar, you know, with the system, kind of talk, talk to us about 
kind of um, just the system and kind of like what, what you guys like about it, you know, and kind of um, just the, the the things that I guess you've been able to, to take advantage of, advantage of, excuse me, from the guard and the wing positions, uh, Tamu. Um, first, when I was recruited there, they play like, honestly, like even like the past players said, like they say we play way different than when uh, other people were there. Like when I was watching the games and stuff, when I, cause I, I kind of committed early, I committed around September. So I was able to watch the games and stuff and they were playing like zone all the time, shooting like a whole bunch of threes, not really like intense, like on the defensive end. And I think like uh, coach Dunleavy to his credit, like brought in players that kind of like, can kind of like do a little more, like play like more versatile. Like, you know, we, we play, we play man now. Like we don't even play zone anymore. Like we just start pressing. Um, we still shoot, we still, still shoot threes, but we kind of like attacking the pain. We doing a lot of, a lot of different stuff now. So I would say it's just kind of like, I wouldn't say like a new era, but like we're starting to evolve and uh, become like all as one, like just evolving with different things. I will yeah. say when, when, when me and Ace were there, we ain't played that much zone either. We used to <laughs> up. All right, and that must have been one year. Yeah, yeah. That was the year after we left. They we yeah. they started trying out that that two three zone. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened when, when we left. Dudes got, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I I mean that's I'm gonna let them handle that. But you know I me, mean? we 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 strapped up. We was there though. My man Al Chi, Chase, uh, my man Julie, you feel me? We we was grimy. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Now, um, you, you mentioned Drew a little bit, you know, obviously getting Kev back. Obviously, this year, you know, Kev obviously is back uh, from Texas A&M. Um, guys get Jake obviously back for a fifth year. Uh, Tyrese Williams back. Obviously, he averaged about eight, nine points a game, first whole career. You got Savion and Matt. And then you guys obviously took in a, a bunch of new guys um, like Desi. Um, and also, you guys are going to get Elias King, uh, Elias back, who, who – I'm sorry, uh, Elias – who didn't play last year, obviously, with, with, with the concussion, um, going to be eligible to play this year. I mean, so talk a little bit about, about your team um, this year, the guy that you guys brought in, also, as well as the guys that you, that you have returning in, and, you know, what, what it's been like kind of making the transition, kind of obviously last year you guys had Seth, who was, you know, this, this seven-foot defensive anchor. Now you guys have, have Kev, who's, you know, more of a guy out in the perimeter that's handling the ball, getting to get into action. I mean, so talk about, you know, the, the team you guys have in general this year and what it's been like kind of getting, adjust, getting adjusted, you know, to some of the new guys, but as well as, and some of the guys that you guys are getting back as well. Uh, yeah, start with Louis. So last year, like a couple games at the end of the season, we've been trying to five. We were trying to five out system, like so. They was playing Jake at the five most of the time, and like it was really successful. And like us guards, we really liked it because it's, it just creates a lot of space for you to work out. And like if you know you got a shooter like Jake outside the three, it's like somebody can't leave that corner. So it was great. Like, the offense was great. We was winning a lot of games like that. So going into this year, we kind of already knew what it was. Like, getting Kev back, we knew, like, Kev wasn't coming back as a real-life big man. He was coming back as, like, a, a stretch 4-2, like a stretch playmaker. So the team the team really was, like, happy because we, we like the offense. We like playing free. We like playing fast. We don't like slowing down. And we got a lot of players that could do that. Reese. Savion, Savion is a real good play off the breaks. Matt, Matt's a good shooter, great attacker, great practice player for us. Everybody plays their role in practice. Like we all go hard. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of competition in practice. It's never easy every day. Like 
couple practices, you might see a blue team win, but the next practice, next like four practice days, you might see the gold team win. So it's like, it's great competition as in like people playing for spots and people like still having that respect for each other. That's, I think that's, that's interesting for sure. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, late last year. So I want to kind of talk, I want to go back to um, the MAC tournament. And, um, you know, me and me and Ace were at that game versus uh, Iona down there in Atlantic City. But um, just talk about that game versus Iona, kind of what you took from that game and kind of if, if you were able to kind of, you know, if you took anything from that game into the season, if there is there anything that, that, that you learned from your first MAC tournament experience, um, what was it? You know, we'll, we'll start with Tamu and then we'll, we'll go to Louie. I would say first, like, um, just talking about the Mac, the the game, how it went for me, how I thought about it. I just think we just, like, if you look in the first half, like, we were playing pretty good defense. We were getting stops, and it was pretty close. And then we just couldn't get it flowing on offense and uh, just, like, not making really good adjustments to their switching and stuff like that. So I feel like I took from it because I didn't I didn't play extreme I didn't play really well I thought that wasn't really a good game for me I just took as just like um, when times I kind of felt like at the end we kind of like kind of like felt the game loose and we kind of just like put our heads down I think we should just like I think now I just learned from it just always keeping your head up you always have a chance to win especially with basketball and never kind of take it for granted because even though it's a long season when that season end you know what I'm saying you. Like I'm watching every game on Synergy, watching all the film, like, damn, you know what I'm saying? What could have I done better or if I could have done this, you know what I'm saying? So always maximize your time and maximize everything when you're out there, your effort. So I think that was number one thing that I learned that will take it for granted. Yep. How about you, Louie? How do you reflect on your first uh, Mac tournament experience? Uh, it, it, was, it was definitely rough because that was my first time on a big stage like that. And that was like the first time around fans, like throughout the whole season. So it was like it was really a brand new seat, like a brand new like scene for me. But just playing on that court, it just it just showed me like how great it feels to be there and just to keep playing there and like just seeing another team win the championship that you lost to in the first round is just like it's, it humbles you to really like be like that should be me that like we really got to work. And like just just going out throughout the game, we seen we wasn't like we wasn't the better team at that point. We was we was just more laid back. Could have been better, but like after the game, you see like you start you start talking about like damn, this the end. This was gonna this is what it is. Like I remember at the end of the game, me and Tom we came together. He said we're not we're not doing this again next year. We won't be out this early. So like just always having that that memory and just knowing like all right now this year is all work like. We're not coming to lose in the first round. We're not coming to lose in the second one. We're trying to go far. We're trying to, like, do something for the program. Now, you know, this year, obviously, you guys are going to have a great chance to, to, to do that, you know, with, with the guys you guys have returning and the guys you guys brought in as well. I mean, what do you think it's going to take, you know, like, if you just put one thing, like, all right, if we do this, if we do X, Y, and Z, you know, we'll be cutting down nets in March. I mean, what, what, do, you, what do you think uh, that you guys have to accomplish this, this year um, on the court in order to get that done? We'll, we'll start with Tamu. Um, I would just say, I would just say execution. Um, last year, uh, I mean, you can make all the excuses in the world, like, yeah, you got two new guys starting or COVID year, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, everybody's playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? I feel like last year we, we had, we had, we showed signs of us executing really well, but 
you know, it just wasn't there, especially at the end. And at the end is where where it counts the most. So I feel like just execution, just everybody being locked in on both ends of the floor, everybody talking, everybody uh, in cohesiveness and just like really like locked in and um, executing. I feel like that would take us over the hump for real. Anything to add, Louis? Just playing defense and limited turnovers. I feel like if we play great defense and limit turnovers, no team in the MAC can stop us at least. Okay. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I want to talk about uh, Coach Dunleavy because obviously this is going to be, I believe, I believe year five, you know, for, for Bakes. And, uh, you know, it's definitely interesting to see it all come full circle because I was at his press conference, you know, when he, when he first got hired. And, you know, obviously now you guys are kind of like, like Tymu mentioned, kind of the, the new era. And he's kind of the, the, the older dude now, year five going in. But um, just talk about, you know, um, just playing for Coach Dunleavy, you know, what he's like as a coach um, and kind of what he's kind of instilled in you guys, you know, thus far during your, your, your time at Quinnipiac. We'll, we'll start with Louie and then we'll go to Tymu. Uh, like, like I said, Coach Dunn, Coach Dunn welcomed me to the family really early last year. Like, he's one of the coaches that dug it out with me throughout my <laughs> commitment process. And, like, just even till now, like, Coach Dunn always checks on me. He's always talking to me. He's always, he's always teaching you how to, like, just keep your head on the swivel. Like, he always wants you to know it's wartime and he's preparing you for the worst moment of your life. And, you know, just becoming – just be able to, like, overcome them situations, he always puts you on, like, uh, times in practice, you'll fall real hard and you'll stay down for a little bit. He'll be like, no, nah, get up. If you're injured, go to Sarah. But, like, get up if you could play. So just always having that motor, just, like, next play. I got to do this for him. Like, he wants me to be this better player. Like, I'm going to do it for him. Like, he, he always teaches us how to just be the better versions of ourselves. Now y'all don't gotta say nice stuff about him. You know what I'm saying? If it, if you know what I'm saying, if you ever want to say, you know what, what's on your heart, you know, I promise you. Nah, you know we need, man, we 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 need a funny bake story, man. We 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 need a funny, we need a funny bake and don't story, man. So one uh, time, it's too many, it's too many, man. Like, yeah, we, hey, we we need one, man. We need one for the pod, man. We need one for sure. <laughs> oh man, Tamu probably got one. I I don't know. I'll first start with the. I'll first answer the question first. <laughs> uh, I feel like he kind of like saw Coach Biggs definitely like saw like a vision for me that I didn't really see at first, and sometimes I got like frustrated like he was because he was pushing me he like pushes me real hard and he like like pushed me to a certain it's like to a certain state where he wants me to go farther you know sometimes you know you kind of like as a young player you kind of think all right I'm, I'm doing this you know what I'm saying I'm rookie of the week I'm you know what I'm saying why is he on me this much but I feel like he has like another gold another he sees another uh that untapped potential that I have and I thank him for that for pushing me that hard and I don't think I in my my basketball experience, I don't think I was ever like coached that hard, maybe at AAU kind of, but um definitely Coach Biggs is definitely a mentor for me and someone uh I appreciate. I'm trying to think of a story though. Uh there's only one thing I could say about Coach Dud that actually had me rolling one day. <laughs> oh yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> he hopped in the drill. Today, oh! <laughs> look, my man's hopped in the drill to demonstrate. Uh, yeah, rip through. <laughs> Brendan, Brendan McGuire guarded him. Uh, lay me. 
in the practice. Nah, I saw that clip. Remember they put it in the group chat, Drew. He hey, he let who he, he laid somebody at the rim too. <laughs> yeah, he laid, oh, I'm not trying to put names out there. We're not gonna do that, you know what I'm saying? But oh, man. and it was crazy because it was crazy. We was we was we was uh we was like practicing before our Kanisha's game and the coaches was in. And it was one of those things where you can't get to it. You can't get too happy because you're going against the coaches. So I, I was like, <laughs> and they're like, it's not funny. It's not funny. All the coaches is going crazy. The thing is, we, we lay it down later that night and somebody going to send the video to the group chat with the with the Woofty sign in the back of the <laughs> 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 Oh, man. I don't know if anybody showed Coach done that video to this day, but yo, man, find that bit. <laughs> somebody got to resurface that video because I, I need to I need to break down the film on that to see what happened. He jabbed somebody out their shoe. It was, was, it, it was <laughs> I mean, he jabbed into the yo. fake pass with the left too. Yeah, yo. Yeah. They didn't know. They didn't know Coach Dell had them Ivy League offers, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dog. We had to check Rock. After, like, yo, hold on, hold on. We got to run that back. Like, now you got to check me or something. I got to get my look back somehow, some way. <laughs> but, the, the funny thing is, like, the person he scored on just started smiling out. <laughs> like, like nothing happened. I'm not going to front, Coach Dunn. If you watching this, that's on the backboard. <laughs> I'm laughing out. I'm not, uh, yeah, he's not. None of that. None of that going on. Hey, listen, I, I love it, man. I got I to gotta ask y'all, too, man. When I was there, you know, we had some decent eats, you know what I'm saying? I remember we had the we had the baked the baked salmon, you know, the herb crusted salmon from Eli's. I don't know if y'all still eating that now or not, but you know, talk to me about the food, man. Like, what's the eating like over there? Did they step his game up with the budget? Like, y'all still eating the Eli's pregame meal? What's the road food looking like? Like, what's what's going on, man? I'll let Louis answer this one. <laughs> uh Man, I'm a picky eater, so bro, you know, picky, bro. I, I, I don't really eat anything. So like, yeah, you know, the same, Drew. I came to the update. Hey, look, after the little young, some yo, mad uh, Chick Fil A nuggets, spicy sandwiches, the regular sandwiches. It's the, it's, it's the same Joe, man. The same Joe. You feel me, man? I don't like Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. You know, you know, it gets to that point where it's like you don't had it too much. Like, you know, you can't, you can't eat it that much, man. Especially Chick Fil A holds a special place in people's hearts where you got to go get it yourself, and you know, that's when it hits different with the milkshake. They don't even get the chicken tenders. We usually get the chicken tenders when we go, but we get the nuggets here. So it's like it's not the same. But like, you know, we grateful for the food we get every day. Damn. Let me let me let me let me ask you this then, man. What's your favorite spots to eat around campus, man? Cause I know y'all done found some sneaky little food spots around Haven. Oh yeah, me, me and Louie, me and Louis got this yeah. seafood spot, in New Haven, Cajun Boil. When I that, bro, that <laughs> we got the little bag seafood, crazy. Yeah, that's the best. Thing. I like Sandra's too. I like Sandra's. Louis don't really like Sandra's like that, but I, I like Sandra's too. Like he's really picky, bro. Like it's Yo, I'm picky, so like it don't it don't matter what the food is. It, it's just it's just like bro, this man orders corn, and they, they don't have corn on the cob. He orders regular. This was his First order. Of the way, was like, in my like, defense, I thought it was corn on the cob, so I, I wanted corn on the cob with some like you know. He'll get bro, the yams, the mac and cheese, collard greens. 
That's what I said, bro. My joint, I get the I get the the smothered bell barbecue ribs with the mac and cheese yam. Come on, double mac. <laughs> you see, and the lemonade. He's real cultured. He's cultured. Like I got it. You from New York? What you? <laughs> No, like, what you eat? Uh, 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 New York slice all day? Like, what you, like, what's up with you, bro? I could take it. Nah, he wild. Yeah. <laughs> you see, he out of pocket. See, but, like, but it don't matter. It's that Cajun spot. I'm telling you that. See, oh, that Cajun spot, spot I like that, bro. Yo, oh, yeah. you be eating your food, you're going to be sweating in tears. Like, <laughs> just done. Nah, we went, we went, we went recently. We went, like, a couple days ago, bro. <laughs> I was in there. I was in there about to, the about to drink the drink the juices out the bag. Like it was crazy. Like yo, <laughs> and I, that's when you go to seafood spot. Fire! I went to a seafood spot in Charlotte. Well, with Derek and them called Yummy's Crab. Hey yo, the food was gone. I'm, I got my finger in the bottom of the bag. On the bottom of the bag, that thing was smacking, bro. I'm telling you, yeah, that sauce, that sauce hit different. Sauce go crazy, boy. I'm telling you, crab legs, shrimp, corn. Any pill to shrimp for you? They treat you. you. Pill to shrimp for you? Yeah, you got to pay extra for that. That's elite. That's elite. That's elite. That's elite. That's elite. elite. All right, so hold on. So I need to hear this from both of y'all, man. We'll we'll start with Mister Picky Eater Louie. <laughs> you, you you walk in the calf, right? You can go York or Maine. Like, what's your order? What's your order? You go in the calf. If I go in Maine all day breakfast, I'm a breakfast guy. You gotta get that all day breakfast. You get them pancakes. I mean, a cinnamon French toast with some bacon. You know, Maine and York is different. So, like on Maine, you won't you only get like French toast and like bacon. But like on Maine, I mean on York, you get French toast, bacon, pancakes. <laughs> Scrambled eggs, everything. So like, it's different. Like when you on Maine, New York, you know. But the breakfast on both places is fire. Breakfast is my thing. I wish they had all day breakfast every time up here. <laughs> How about you, Tamu? What's your meal? Yeah, that on on Maine. So, so I, I had it. I had it today. Like four French, like four French toast, bacon, eggs, eggs with little eggs with cheese. And they give you the little powder to put on the French yeah. toes. <laughs> if I'm on York, I could probably get the pizza. I get the, the pizza. pizza. I, get the I get the chicken quesadilla. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to go yeah, get it. I was it. definitely a pizza boy. I was, I was sick they ain't had a pizza jar open when I went to York the other day. I was, that, 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 that hurt my heart, man. Yo, <laughs> man. Not man a pizza definitely, you know, one thing you guys for coming on today, man. So... I, I obviously, you know, want wish you guys best of luck this year. You know, me and Drew gonna be tuned in, man. Take care of my guy Bates for me, man. Also, my guy Harks, man. Make sure Harks don't 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 don't, don't choke none of y'all out this year, man. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> thanks for coming on, man, and best of luck to you guys this season, man. Appreciate no problem, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. No problem hey. at all, man. And Louie, man, I'm, I'm gonna pray for you, dog. I'm gonna pray for you. We're <laughs> be going to Sanders again, corn, bro. I mean, come on, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Bro, you're missing out, bro. That's yeah, look, man. One day, one day, I'm gonna try something. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. We gotta put them onto the wraps too. So you go to your, you gotta get the the, the deep fried wrap. I know it's not the healthiest, but deep fried wraps. Drew, you going too deep in the oh, bag? My fault, my fault. <laughs> hey, look, man. I'm gonna give y'all a gem. I'm telling you, go to the black homies that be from New Haven on the York on the York Hill Cab. They'll get you right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying some. You know what I'm saying you have something that it can't nobody else get, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, this has been another episode of the Auto Bin, man. Wanna well, thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, man, make sure you got a stream of my guy pull up Tay's music. This is gonna be him on the outro. So until next time. Boy.
waiting on me. It's time to get a check, boy. Check, boy. You want the sideline, you ain't made the headlines. Now it's time to reject, boy. You bitten on me. What's the topic of discussion? What we talk about? Take your best shot, I'ma take your last shot. I'm drawing in the clutch, boy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.